Good afternoon everybody. Erev Shabbat. Kodesh Shmuel Bet Peret Zayin, chapter 7 of the second book of Samuel. This is really a unique chapter. It is a break from the rest of the story of Shmuel Bet. It stands alone. It's a chapter I highly recommend that you read. Last Shabbat, I bumped into an old acquaintance who is a part of this group, and he said that his approach to 929 is that he listens to the recording, and if the recording is interesting, he then reads the chapter. I highly urge people to read the chapter, in particular because my guess is that many people in the group will not have read this chapter before, on the one hand, but secondly, that it is an extremely important chapter, not just for Shmuel Bet, but in and of itself. Because it gets to the heart of the question of can we build a place for God amongst us. It begins, It was when the king had settled in his place. And God had given him peace from his enemies around him. The king, David, says to Nathan, Nathan, the prophet, who I believe this is our first time meeting him properly, I'm living in this lovely house of cedarwood. But the Aaron is behind the curtain. How can I be dwelling in such luxury while the residence of God does not have a proper abode? And Natan says that he will speak to God on his behalf. And Hashem comes to Natan and says as follows. Could you really build for me a home? I haven't dwelt in a home, in a specific abode, since the day I came out of Egypt. And until this moment, until this day, I, I move about in the Ohel, I move about in the Mishkan. I don't have a fixed place. And you want to build me a home? Now from this juncture, this point in the chapter, it will then move in a different direction where God will say to David, you have done well, I took you from behind the flock and I will establish you and your kingdom forever, or at least for a long time, and eventually you will have a child, you will have a son who will build for me a home. And David is extremely grateful for this. And indeed, the major contribution of the chapter is that Hashem gives David a promise that his kingship and his line will endure. Something, of course, that Shaul had not received. And if we're thinking back of the book of Shmuel as a sort of version of the book of Bereshit, of course, the idea of chosenness and rejection is the ultimate theme of Bereshit. Who will be chosen? Who will be rejected? Which child? And in certain ways, it's a theme of the book 
of Shmuel as well. Shaul was rejected, David has been chosen, and so this chapter answers that question in a very important manner. However, at this early juncture in the chapter, it seems to me that a different point is being made, and it's one which I want to draw out and emphasize even if the final conclusion of the chapter moves in a different direction. And that point is that Hashem does not feel, it sounds like he is surprised at the suggestion that he be confined to a physical space. God's norm has become, what he has become used to, is to be in movement, to be itinerant, just as Israel have moved from Egypt through the desert to Israel, so too does God. The idea of settling down appears strange to God. There is a famous Gemara in Masechet Sanhedrin, which I believe I have referenced in the past when we were learning Vayikra or Shemot and talking about the Mishkan, that originally God dwells with Israel in this very small place, which is the Mishkan. And then David says, I want to build you a home, and God responds, can you build for me a home? Can I be contained? And finally, Yeshayahu will say, the heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. God does not able, is not able to be contained by a physical space. We might even think of a sort of parallel between God and Israel. Israel, who have been defined by movement, by the desert experience, are a moving people. The idea of settling in a certain place is in some ways, even though it's a dream and ideal, also antithetical to much of what they have been about. Many books later, many chapters later, in Divrei Hayamim Chronicles, David will retell to Solomon on his deathbed how he requested to build the temple, but God did not allow him to Kilorov dam shafachta because of all the blood that you spilt. That idea, however, does not appear in our chapter. Here, the reticence of God for David to build his house appears to be a fundamental opposition of God himself. Wishing everyone a Shabbat Shalom.